Welcome to Coffee Time Conversations on art, faith, life, and of course, coffee. We are your hosts, Rebecca and Robert Prince. <laughs> I, I messed Rebecca up on that one because I made her go first. She wasn't expecting it. I wasn't. Uh, Probably you weren't expecting it either. <laughs> if you listen to us regularly, that just sounded weird. Right? It did sound a little weird, but that's okay. We're going to run with it. So. <laughs> Doing things a little bit differently today. No, not really. It's just, you know. You like to mix it up now. And I do like to mix it up. I like change. So... <laughs> Well, um, speaking of change, we tried a new coffee recently. Again. Which, I mean, who's surprised by that? Right. It's not really new, but that we tried a new coffee. Well, the coffee is new seasonally. (laughs) The coffee is new. We have not had that before. (laughs) So we went to PJ's again. It's become our our, uh, semi-regular coffee place recently. It's replaced Summer Moon, actually. Right now it has. <laughs> One, it's closer. Yeah. We have no summer moon in our drawer right now. I know. It's so sad. Um, we do need to go back. We do, but we, we um, really like PJ's coffee. Too. But we've been doing our origin cohort there. We so have. it's we have a reason to go Yeah, so besides every, just coffee. I mean, we are drinking coffee every time we go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're meeting other people there and then talking about yeah. the origin series. Right. So Yeah, so this last session, uh, you actually tried pralines and cream coffee, so another flavored coffee. Right. It was on uh, brew. Yeah. And so I tried it that day, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. And so we decided to buy a bag. Yeah. yeah. And, and we, just, we just had it once here at the house. We but- have. We have had it one time, full strength. Yeah. Um, actually, no, I used it in, in that mixture. You used it in the blend like, the other day. Yeah. I did some weird stuff in that you one that you didn't carried like. away. You, I think you put five different coffees in that blend. And <laughs> Boy, I want scoop of each of We were, uh, we were, it was low. So you had to use multiple. Yeah. yeah. And you were just trying to use up stuff, but yeah. um, it didn't, it, it was fine, but yeah. like nothing stood out right. of, um, this is a good. This is a good coffee. Yeah, it I taste this one better. A little but. confused. But pralines and cream is pretty good. It's it's not quite as good as honey macadamia nut. That's still our favorite. Correct from PJ's, but it is um, it's pretty tasty. You get a little bit of a Texas pecan flavor, a mm-hmm. um, little bit of caramel, um, and honestly, just a, a little more softness, if you will. I don't know if that that's probably not the right term. It's not but, quite as rich. Yeah, as the honey macadamia nut. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a deep taste, kind of. Yeah. But it, and it's like warm and cozy, kind of yeah. like. It is kind of velvety, though. Um, but overall. it just doesn't. It's not quite as rich, like back right. of the throat. Um, yummy goodness that I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and we do like our honey macadamia nut. We enjoy it with three scoops of that and three scoops of just a plain medium roast, or two scoops of plain medium roast. Or vice versa. And yeah. then, so we've yet to try pralines and cream with that way. Yeah. Um, but I think that. we'll like that too, because it felt a little bit strong when we had it full strength, uh, all all pralines and cream. But I think, I, I guess you don't agree with me by I'm, what your face is saying. <laughs> I, I mean, it didn't, at the coffee shop, it didn't t- for sure. Yeah. Um, And I just, I just don't know that I've had it enough, because right. sometimes I like to have a coffee. That's true. A, it's still new. A few times before I determine the best way to have it yeah yeah so but we recommend we do um, and the great thing about pj's is and and i kind of forget this when it comes to like towards the end of the bag 
their bags are all full pound bags. They right. don't sell 12 ounce bags like most coffee places. Right. So you get a little extra yeah. coffee. It's a little more expensive too because it's more well, coffee. Well, we pay, we pay but... 17 bucks, but honestly, we pay 15, 16 bucks at Summer Moon and they're 12 ounce bags. Right. So really, it's it's a better deal overall. It's, yeah. it's just a little bit more money uh, at the time. Yeah. But it lasts longer. So it does last longer. Thankfully, especially with our honey macadamia nut. But. And they <laughs> ship too, don't they? They do ship. Yeah. They, and they ship directly from the roaster. The roast, they actually roast in uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Is where their main uh, roastery and where they started. So, so you can try them. Yeah, um, from anywhere. Yeah, and they've but. got um, some some really really great stuff. So try it out for yourself if you've not yet done so. They are they they do seem to be expanding quite a bit. Um, I know they've expanded into Oklahoma as well, and then there's another one or two shops in the DFW area, and I think they started expanding east from what I've been seeing also. Uh, east from Louisiana, that, that is. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. PJ's um, Coffee. Well, today we are actually uh, going to be talking to you about our third session in the Origin series on patience. So um, if you've been listening at all the last couple of episodes, you know that on patience is the spiritual uh, formation series of Art House Dallas, which we've talked about a lot. And uh, one of our favorite series, favorite times of the year is to go through this origin series. And we're leading a cohort uh, that meets every couple of weeks. And so we just go through the reader and then discuss it. And this week, um, the name of the session was Embracing Time. And really, it's a, it's about Sabbath and Sabbath keeping and, and really having a Sabbath heart. And right. so to start the chapter off is just a, a quote from Eugene Peterson. It said, Sabbath is that uncluttered time and space in which we can distance ourselves from our activities enough to see what God is doing. And um, I, I really like that because I've practiced Sabbath keeping on and off for years. Yeah. Um, my life generally tends to go better when I'm pretty serious about my Sabbath time. Uh, for a while, my Sabbath time, including turning my phone off at like five o'clock on a Sunday and not turning it back on until five o'clock on Monday. So I, because I work at a church, I practiced Sabbath Sunday night to Monday night. Right. Um, and that was really, really good. And, and I keep telling myself I want to get back to that. Um, and I have yet to do so. Um, but anyway, so this week uh, actually was an article by Marva Dawn. And um, it, it actually... Is called Embracing Time Instead of Space. And this particular piece is from uh, Keeping the Sabbath Holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y. Um, and that was in uh, 1989, I think, by Marva Dawn. Of course, we'll be linking these to these in show notes. But I thought it was a really good, a really good piece. Made us think a lot. Right. Yeah. Uh, about Sabbath in a new way, even. So, you know, one of the things that stood out to me uh, to begin with, um, and I think it's just a reiteration, honestly, um, in, in kind of the first little area, she says, surrounded as we are by the rapid pace of too much change, we think we cannot set aside much time. However, when we take the day to assess our use of time, we learn what is important in all those changes and how to prioritize tasks and desires so that we aren't overcome by the tyranny of the urgent. And that probably speaks to me a lot because I, um, many times the majority of my schedule seems like it's controlled by the tyranny of the urgent, or at least there's a draw 
to be consumed by the tear of the urgent. And part of that's my position at the church that I, that I handle so many things um, in so many different areas, but um, it's also, it's also kind of a hard attitude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and I don't think um, sometimes you really know what's urgent. <laughs> Um, you know, right. how yeah. to define what's urgent and no, what's sure. important and um, your priorities. And yeah. I don't, I'm not trying to point fingers no, directly no, I, I at was laughing you. because I agree with you. <laughs> I, I think that's in general, a lot of people have a hard time discerning what's urgent, what's important, um, and, and priorities, like where it should fit. Um, you struggle at the church because so many people need you. Um, yeah. You're you're constantly interrupted. Like, I've been their go-to person for years on different things. Right. And so even and, when it's not necessarily under my area of responsibility, um, they still come to me because of that. Well, you know the answers. Well, that's true too. Um, and <laughs> so, and so, uh, and I had that same position when I worked at the university, Yeah, I was the answer person. And so people often would come to me needing answers and it's really easy when, when you are that person, to just think you need to do it right then in that moment. It does. But, um, but go ahead. And and not not say, hey, um, I'm actually in the middle of something. Let me get back to you on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, write it down and, and actually get back to them. Right. I think right. <laughs> that's also part. That's also part of the issue is um, saying, let me get back to you and then forgetting. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think uh, there needs to be a better system sometimes of how we define um, what gets our attention in the moment. Yeah. Well, and I think like with what you're talking about, and we're going to talk about this in just a few minutes, but we don't have to talk about it now, but it, it feels like you're putting people off in lieu of tasks. Right. Sometimes when you do that. And, and so, and we're taught, don't do that. People are more important. Right. Right. Yeah. And so that's one of the things we'll talk about as far as Sabbath keeping also. But so I think for me, that's one of the things is like, nope, people are more important. So that means if I have seven hours worth of work still to do, it doesn't matter if I'm halfway through my shift, I'm going to take care of people and then I'll figure out the tasks at some other time, even if that means I have to work late or go in early tomorrow um, or something like that. That's right. generally been how I've operated. Right. Um, that's not healthy. Um, but knowing the boundaries and I think I've become healthier. I've handled it, uh, in better ways over the last few years, but there are times still where I'm, it just feels overwhelming because I don't want to make that choice. Right. Um, so sometimes I don't, I just do, <laughs> do what needs to be done. And that is the urgent and not necessarily the important, but right. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, I've, I've read and studied about Sabbath and actually, and taught on it several times at church over the years. And, um, it is something that draws to me a lot. And it's not just, and I'm, when I talk about Sabbath, I'm not just talking about Sabbath as a day, right? As 24 hours of non-work, but I'm also talking about even some of the stuff I've read. And um, it's also about having that Sabbath heart so that you can have a time of Sabbath, like after a good work day, whether it's eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, whatever it may be, there's a Sabbath evening, right? right. A time of rest, a time of renewal, um, that that may look differently for different people, but of course there's sleep that's also rest and renewal. Right. Um, but there's that break for that recharge. Um, and so anyway, it, it's just, it's been an important subject in my life for four or five years. And honestly, it's still important. And I need to, 
I need to be better at resting um, and renewal because yeah. I, I tend to push myself, push myself too much, honestly. Well, and I think, I think we all have the tendency to do that these days just because there's so much demand put on us sometimes. I mean, yeah. we, we have email and text messages and I mean, people can get you at any time, anywhere um, yeah. you are kind of thing. And then, like I said, um, you have a hard time putting people off. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like, it. if somebody needs you, <laughs> yeah. you want to be there. You want to be when present When the text message them. goes off, you want to check it and respond right away. Right. When really, you know, I've thought about it many times, coming home at 5, 6 o'clock, putting my phone on silent, not checking it until the next morning. Right. Um, but, you know, when you do that, you do have to make sure your colleagues know that and aware of it and know how to get a hold of you if they need to in emergency situations. Right. Since we don't have landlines anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> it does, it does change things and there's technology to figure out, but there's also technology boundaries that ha that really, really need to be put in place for us to be healthy emotionally. And, uh, and I believe even spiritually, honestly. Right. Yeah. Well, even so. physically, if we don't overwork <laughs> yeah. and right. Right. stuff. So, yeah. Um, one of the things in this reading that I'm just going to read just a couple of sentences here. It says, uh, time is a gift to us, and we can, in turn, pass that gift on to others. Moreover, if we are resting in grace, then we can enfold others in its freedom, too. And so yeah, yeah. one of the things um, that I think of when I think of Sabbath is other people. Yeah. Um, I'm, I am a home body and I like my alone time. Yeah. Um, but I find value in relationships and spending time with others. And I especially closer relationships, more one on one type relationships correct. for you specifically. Yeah, I'm not good in big groups ever. But <laughs> um I do uh really want to get better at socializing in in small groups with individuals yeah. kind of thing as a refreshment um, in a Sabbath keeping kind of system. We've talked about it for years. We want to have um, lunch with people and get to know them better and spend time with them in an unrushed and unhurried kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. And um, we've never made that consistently part of our schedule. Right. Um, mm. But it is something we talk about often and would like to do. Part of the problem is really um, finding the right couple that can commit to that too. Right. Yeah. Um, or the right people on a regular basis, not just right. one couple necessarily. Right. And so I do I do want to work towards that even more. Yeah. No, uh, I, I agree. I mean, I've, I've told you, you know, we've talked about like, what would be my perfect Sabbath? Um, we've, I've answered that question several times through books, through reading, things like that and study. Um, and I know we've talked about it as well. And a perfect, perfect Sabbath to me would be, you know, going to church and having praise and worship. It's a little bit different because I work at a church also. So that's, a, it can be a little weird, yeah. you know, but, um, at the same point going out to lunch and having a slow lunch with people that may take an hour and a half, two and a half hours, uh, that's not rushed. And, um, and then maybe heading over to somebody's house and just hanging out with them, not turning the TV on, maybe maybe pulling board games out or just having a conversation. Uh, I had a conversation with a, a friend this week on the phone. We talked for over an hour 
Um, and we talked about spiritual life. We talked about um, liturgical practices. We talk about kind of a vision for my life going forward, you know, the next year to two years, what that might look like. And we just talked about so much things, but it was, it was really, it was really around a spiritual friendship. Right. right. And this was a conversation. I've had a few of these conversations with this person in the past, but, um, and I wouldn't say we're friends. We don't talk a lot. We don't hang out has been more of a colleague through organizations, um, that we're a part of, but that conversation was a spiritual friendship for an hour. And right. those kind of conversations that you really leave for me, I leave them feeling encouraged, like, wow, some realizations just happened in, in me, right. inside of me while we had these conversations. And it, because it's because the people were actually listening and interacting and curious, but they were also offering a piece of themselves that was beyond just advice, right? It wasn't about giving advice. No, it was it was a camaraderie, yeah, a give and take um, yeah. kind of situation, and you you've always found those to be refreshing. I do, and re- recharging. Honestly, I yeah. I'll, I come home from those or or in those phone calls, and I have a lot more energy. Yes. Um, <laughs> whereas you you do in some of those cases, but it also relationships can drain your energy a little bit more. Definitely than it does for me. Well, those type of conversations, I think, are renewing for me as well. Yeah. Um, but at the same point, coming home and having some alone time to really... Because I'm a thinker. Yeah. And I don't think as fast. Right. And so I even process it way more once I'm yeah. out of the conversation than I do right in the moment. Yeah. And so... That's, that's true. Um, I do get renewed and and energized from them, but then I have to come home and truly process them yeah. to um, get the full depth of the yeah. Yeah, that's true. content. You know, around what you were talking about, uh, there's this, uh, there's this uh, passage um, that says, and, and I'll, I'll just read this. It says, if we are cherishing time rather than space, we know that Sabbath keeping means an investment in individuals instead of in possessions and accomplishments. In fact, we use those very possessions to celebrate persons and life. Liberating growth takes time. So if we want to experience personal growth and set others free, we need ample time for the process of change. And I think allowing time in those relationships and having that Sabbath heart, that resting heart in those relationships when you're having those conversations or those meals or whatever, where you're not saying, hey, let's have supper together. I've got to be somewhere at 6.15, but we can meet at 5.15. Right. You know, um, but having that time that you can invest into each other and really be present with each other, I think that's so important as a part of developing those relationships um, in general, but especially even as a, as a Sabbath practice. Right. Um, I agree. You know, one other sentence after that passage that, that you read, one other sentence, she says, another delight is that when we spend time embracing persons, we discover many new and wonderful things about them. God always seems to have many pleasant surprises in store for us when we are committed to observing the Sabbath and acknowledging that he is master of our time. So those two sentences can stand alone by themselves, but even even together, they're great. But it's amazing how much we can learn about people that we've known for years just by spending quality time with them. 
Well, we've been married 25 <laughs> years and we still learn things. I was just thinking about that. I was like, our coffee time spent every morning. I mean, not every day we don't learn stuff about each other, but I'm still surprised about some things. I'm like, how did I not know this about right? you? And, and, and it's fun to discover that. It is. Um, even in a relationship that we've had for so long. Yeah. Um, to know that you you still have these uh, mysterious thoughts and processes in your <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Well, overall, I mean, it was it was just a, a great conversation. It was uh, that we had with friends processing mm-hmm. this, and um, so our next episode will be processing the uh, the last session of Origin, and so I look forward to that. Um, but I guess uh, as we're ending today, um, I think I'm through with, I, I brought everything out that I wanted to bring out. Did you have anything else you wanted to? No, I no? think that's it. Okay. Well, very good. Well, um, before we leave then, let's just, uh, let's just end with the question. It's been a while since we've done this. Right. So um, how about, let's talk about what's inspiring us. So what's inspiring you, Rebecca? So um, I have had um a few deadlines that I'm trying to meet. So <laughs> for me, having um, a goal, like a specific goal, um, really helps me to create. Yeah. Um, and so I have, I have these shows that I'm wanting to be involved in that are coming up. So having the deadline of this has to be done at this time has helped me just be busy creating. Yeah. Um, and then it's so funny because I get started. I'm like, okay, I need this painting for this project. And then as I'm researching it and getting like reference photos together and really thinking about what do I, what do I want it to be? What would be good for it? The yeah. size or whatever. Um, colors that I want to use and that sort of thing. It leads me down this path of additional um, ideas. Like yeah, I don't just have yeah. one idea. I have like five ideas. You have the one thing you're working on, but you end with five or six more things that you want to do. Yeah. And so, um, so it's just been kind of a, a domino effect. Like one thing leads to another, to another. And at some point um, I'm going I'm going to need a break, but, <laughs> but right now I'm super excited and encouraged and inspired yeah, yeah. to do the next thing. So, um, I actually have, uh, four different projects started or artwork. I, mm, it's even more than artworks, but, um, yeah. four different things going that I'm working on. And, um, they're, it's kind of messing up my studio, but because <laughs> they're all laying out like they they get wet and you know I just have to leave them to dry and stuff and so they're like all spread out all over the place. But I'm really inspired and excited about um, all the things I'm creating right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, all the things. So what about you, Robert? What's been ex- inspiring you lately? Um, you know, I, I come out of this weekend, um, so. Just, just really inspired because of our planning. I mean, we did a lot of planning yesterday. We did. Right. Uh, blogs, social media, but even that I worked on my calendar quite a bit for actually for the rest of the year. So we found out, uh, our second show that we're going to be in, in the fall, both of these are in November at this point. Um, we're probably going to be looking for a third show, but to, I'm, I'm also going to the Hope Rider conference in November that we've talked about. And so when we did quarterly planning, which 
we're actually going to talk about in a couple episodes uh, in more depth. But when we did that a few weeks ago, we we talked about how important it was for the third quarter planning to go ahead, especially as makers, right? go ahead and look at the fourth quarter as well, because we need to be planning now for the third quarter, what we're going to be selling in the fourth quarter, because we can't, especially pottery, we can't make everything and sell everything in the fourth quarter. Right. We've got to have a stock already made up. And so- And a plan. And a plan to go into that. And so yeah. that's just been really inspiring to me. So getting the calendar done and laid out as much as I can at this point with what I need to make, how many items, and I, I even sent you numbers like, hey, for- for these three shows, I'm going to need this many cups and this many advent wreaths and this and that. And I think I'm probably not, I think I'm underestimating how many I'll need. Possibly. I, I hope. But I made, I made you a little chart so you can put little X's as you make them. You did. Or put, yeah. or put little, I might get you some star stickers so you get little gold stars. <laughs> I don't know. That might be inspiring too. I don't know. It may, it may derail me, but either way. <laughs> Um, but I do appreciate you doing that, but that's really been inspiring me. And I think that comes from our coaching, right? Yes. Our Cornell. I mean, that's a part that is, that is all her. Yes. I don't, we would not have done that a month ago. We wouldn't be doing quarterly planning probably without having her as our coach. Uh, we might do it haphazardly, but we wouldn't have done what we did yesterday. We would not have sat down and done that had it not been for us being in the coaching program. So I, I could say it's planning, but really it's also coaching. Yes. Um, is a big part of that. Yes. So that's what's and inspiring me right now. It has um, very much been worth the investment. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Because oh, we... I yeah, mean, we're just as, starting six six months. Just finishing our six months. So. As, as you might remember from our last episode, um, we did not plan for our 25th anniversary <laughs> very well. And that we just had to wing it at the last minute. Yeah. Um, Which turned out well, but it turned know. out okay. But we could have accomplished yeah. something bigger had we thought, "Oh, it's our 25th anniversary this year. Let's plan ahead." Yeah, um, like we're doing for our business. Yes. Um, oh, the holidays are coming up in six months. Let's plan ahead. Yeah, and yeah. have some stock and have a have a plan on where we're going to sell it and how much we need to have to sell. You know, yeah. like there's so many things to go into that. And so um, I'm super glad that we are planning ahead because we'll yeah. have a better um, year. Yeah. And and I think we probably should stop that because I think that's a lot of the content we're going to talk about in a couple of weeks in more detail, of course. Yes. So anyway, that's inspiring me. So. Yay. Well, um, I'm, I'm inspired to go to the studio. So let's go. <laughs> Actually, it's almost time for our conference call. So, yes. Um. Okay. Well, I guess that does it for today, unless you have something else you want to talk to people about. Let's go. I got to go. Oh, you really do want to go. Okay. <laughs> she's saying she's serious. Uh, well, very good. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Coffee Time Conversations as we talked about origin. If you've enjoyed it, if you could um, rate us and leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or even Spotify, something like that. We would really appreciate it. It makes a difference. It helps other people recognize and uh, see our show, puts us in front of other people. And if you have anything, as always, we'd love to hear from you. Any feedback, uh, info at Coffee Time Conversations or just DM us on Facebook or Instagram. We'd love to love to hear from you. Okay. Well, hope you all have a great week and we will talk to you again soon. Bye.